0: Morning everybody. So here we are. <laughs> Hooray indeed. I always hate having to move around stuff. I'm always like, Oh man. I hope he didn't have that set out so we didn't forget about something. You know, they say that when you are that your your brain can handle about seven things going on at once. Um, and that, uh, which I don't know who could possibly, whose brain does that. Mine's like one. <laughs> but uh, they say the average busy person has about 100 things going at, uh usually at one time. So, you know, hence to-do lists and calendars and reminders and your phone beeping at you all the time. Hey, don't forget to do this. So anyway, that's all free. Jesus, we just thank you. Uh, for this place to be this morning, God, we're grateful to, to gather in Your name. And we're, we're grateful for uh, Your uh, resurrection power in us, God. That that uh, that You have raised us up from the dead, and God. We are grateful, God, to walk before You in uh, this newness of life, and God. Today, we just pray that Your presence would be with us in this place, God. That You would minister to us with Your Word, that You would feed us with it, God, that uh, Your presence would do in us and to us and through us, God, exactly what You want done, and we pray it in Your name. Amen. Amen. Go with me to Philippians 4. It's hard to think about anything else when you go to study uh, before Easter Sunday, Hard to think about anything else other than the resurrection, but, uh, um, you know, I was thinking this morning about how, uh, um, you know, when I was younger, I used to buy those really, um, those really cheap colognes. They're like designer, imposter, this and that. And it's like, you know, if, if you love Dracard Noir, you'll love New York Nights, you know. And, um, and it seems like down through the ages uh the, the church has tried to do that. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like if you love Adele, you'll love Lauren Nagel. you know, and yeah. and uh um it's like yeah, you know, if if you love uh, uh you know, if, if you love the the uh the heathen worship of uh, of Ishtar, then boy you'll love Easter, you know? And uh it's like, you know as uh as of, uh, as Ron pointed out one time, how could you possibly turn the the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ into a rabbit with eggs? Where I mean, you know In the in the words of a wise young man, dude, what does that even mean? So, uh, I I always find myself thinking about that at Easter. It's like wow, it's like this, it's like this substitute holiday. You know, and and of course, and if you don't know, the Catholic Church made Easter what it is because um, they they just like Christmas, they wanted some kind of holiday to correspond with the holiday that the heathen already had going. So, uh, and so now when we visit with our our families, they give our kids Easter baskets full of little fake grass and eggs and candy and stuff. So thanks for that, Catholic Church. Anyway. <laughs> I just don't say anything to my family about it. Like you know, they they wouldn't get it anyway. So, um, so I yep I just, I ate caramel apple cake that my mom makes. That's glorious. You know, on my little Easter bunny plate, and thought, oh well, whatever. Stabbed the Easter bunny a few times. <laughs> Take that. That's right. No, just aggressive. So, um, so anyway, yeah, that, that's my little two cents on Easter. I'm actually not going to talk anything about about the resurrection necessarily today. Um, you know, they they say that um, preaching is the preacher up to date. So I'm going to give you a little glimpse into my grubby soul this morning. Um, um so uh, so I'm going to start here in Philippians four. Uh, Just for convenience sake, I'll start at one. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for, my joy and crown, stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech you, Dias and Syntyche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women who have labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. You know, I was listening to a, a sermon this week, um, an old uh, tent preacher. If you've ever seen that video of uh, the, the camp meeting with Jimmy Swaggart, where they're they're singing "That's the kind of God I serve," and that really boisterous old white guy comes out there and starts singing with him, it's that guy. And if you've not heard him preach, it's it's fun. Uh, he's pretty loud, and uh, you know, I, I'm all for like nice, quiet, sedate, you know, church, but. Um, you know, I also don't mind it being noisy. And uh, uh, and he said, you know, this little old lady said, it's like, you know, Brother Schambach, you don't have to shout. God ain't deaf. And he's like, well, he ain't nervous neither, honey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I got something to shout about now. So, so love it. but uh, uh, lo- I love it. He ain't nervous neither. So, um, yeah, I heard this uh, musician once said that his mom was, was like, "Do you have to be so loud?" And uh, she, uh, and he's like, "Well, mom, if you, you know, the the Gaithers are for the quiet people." <laughs> wow. He's like, you know, I on the other hand like to make it loud. So, anyway, so, but he says, "Rejoice in the Lord always," and again, I say, "Rejoice," and that's. You know, one of those things that we just read over it, and we all know it. We're all humming and rejoicing the Lord always, and again I say, you know, and and uh, getting our Sunday school enthusiasm on. But um, do we really do that? That's an interesting thought because there's a lot of a lot of just everyday stuff that bogs us down that could be completely bypassed if we did that. If we just rejoiced in the Lord. Um, I was thinking this week about how, um, sometimes we, we know the Word of God, we know what it says, and we could even tell other people, well, this is what you need to do. And it's true, uh, but sometimes it's like, how do I actually do that? How, what does that really, really mean? Um, you know, I was, uh... Uh, thinking I was feeling rather stressed out uh, by the end of this week and just spent and uh, feeling like I could use like a a staycation, you know, or a vacation, either one or both. Mm -hmm. You know, those, those times where you just think, you know, I could just get on the highway and just see where it goes, you know, just kind of leave everyone behind and everything behind and just start over again somewhere else or not. Just keep driving until the car runs out of gas and then I'll walk. Um, But, um, and I was thinking, you know, because sometimes, you know, the word of God, it's like going to the medicine cabinet. You know, it's like you don't, uh, there's some things you don't take Tylenol for. There's some things you don't take ibuprofen for. Um, and, and that kind of thing you know you're not going to uh, take a bunch of NSAIDs if, uh, if you have a stomach ache you're going to go take some Tums or some Mylanta or something and so sometimes if I'm feeling rather troubled or upset about something I, I I go rifling through the word like a medicine cabinet like I need something that fixes this problem and I was reading in Matthew 11 and uh, and where he talks about um, you know coming unto him and and uh uh you know, and and he'd give you rest. And I was just like, Okay. And I was actually thinking, how do you do that? It's like I've I've preached that at people, I've talked to people about it, but it's like how do you literally just put the thing down and 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 let God deal with it? And uh um you know, and sometimes it's just kind of a matter of, well, I, I have no idea how but this is what you said to do, so I'm coming to you and asking you to help me do it. I think that's probably the best solution. But um, you know, this is not rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice is not typically a scripture we think of as a scripture that will spear you <laughs> with uh, uh, with um, Hey, you could do this a lot better." But that's definitely where I found myself this week. Um, uh, and I'll explain why a little bit as we go down through here. He says, "Let your moderation be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand." You know, moderation is a good word. I like that. Um, I could see where they came up with it, but uh, um, what this word means is some is what's appropriate or or what is you know, seemly. And uh, uh, so, isn't that what the church, the world, should see in the church? What's appropriate and what's seemly? And um, so he says, "Let let your moderation be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand. Uh, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God." Sorry if I'm blowing your ears out here. Uh, so anxious is what this word means. Not be careful. I mean, careful is you know we get that, but it's not really very modern Englishy. If I could use that word English, yeah, I don't think that's a word, but I made it up. But that's what we do in English, is we just make words up. We make them mean whatever we want them to. Um, you know. That's I mean what was that lady thinking when she like finished with her eyebrows and she said, Man, these eyebrows are on fleek? What what was she thinking? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Off the chain where did, what maybe I'm old, but what the heck does that even mean I mean I know what it means, but what is what I don't get it okay anyway, so it says be careful for nothing, be anxious or troubled with care, so be careful for nothing. That's another one of those moments I'm reading along, and I'm speared by the word of God like. Ow! You yeah, know, it's great that that uh. that preacher I was listening to, he's like, uh. he's like, if you don't want to say amen, at least say ouch so I know you're out there. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm driving along like, ow! You know, and uh. um. but you know, that's one of those things that's easier said than done, isn't it? Being anxious for nothing. um. But uh, um, of course, he he gives us the answer to it right here. This where does the rubber meet the road with being anxious for nothing? He says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Um, and it's interesting because these words, prayer and supplication, are more, bleh, mostly interchangeable, more or less the same. They they're used interchangeably throughout the. New Testament, although the word supplication here has more of a sense of of neediness to it than and seeking rather than just uh, as opposed to just the idea of just addressing God um, but uh, um, uh I like how he qualifies this though because he says you know it's like be careful for nothing, but in everything. By prayer and supplication, with whining and griping and complaining, let your request be made known to God. <laughs> Is that not what yours says? Okay. So, with thanksgiving, then. Yeah, and of course, that word means just what it sounds like giving of thanks. And um, we don't do that very well when, when we're anxious, when we're upset. Um, if we're troubled with cares, you know, it's more like, well, it's like, it's like, come on, God, what the heck? It's like, fix this thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure none of you are as so um, presumptuous or impertinent as to to order God around like that. But, yeah. <laughs> Good, John, I'm glad we're in the same boat. Um, but, you know, it's it's um you know the church not not our church of course but the baptists have have tried to make have tried to make God into this vending machine you know it's like it's like I put in my prayer I want my coke can right now you know it's like um it's like I prayed and I didn't get it because it didn't happen right now you know and uh so you can say ouch it's okay it doesn't bother me and um Actually, I can just tell that that look on your face. It's like, ow. But, um, you know, and, you know, I I should have my mirror up here because it's like, well, I prayed about it like 15 times. It's like, and? (laughs) It's like, so did God say he would answer your prayers or no? Ah, ouch. It's like, like perhaps i'm asking amiss you know? or you know perhaps you know my motivation is not right but perhaps i'm i'm not i'm not bringing it to him with uh with thanksgiving wow. you know and uh and that's again not not so easy to do then you know if you're you know you're thinking um I don't know, you know, if you're really unhappy about something and you're asking God to fix it, the last thing you're thinking is, I'm going to thank God for this thing. It's like it's like Cory Ten Boom thank, thanking God for the fleas. Because, you know, her sister's like, we should thank God for the fleas, Corey, And she's like, are you crazy? Like, I'm not going to thank God for the fleas? Uh, but... Then they realized that it kept the uh, the guards out of their their barracks, and and it uh, gave them liberty to to uh, minister to all the people that were in there uh, with the Bible that God had miraculously uh, allowed them to smuggle in. Yeah. There was no way they could have missed it other than God just just let them slip it right in there. And and uh, and Corey was like. <sighs> Okay, God, thank you for the fleas. So, you know, we ask for things, and then God gives them to us, and they don't quite happen the way we think that they would. Or that they're they're not. You know, it's like going to a restaurant, and it's like, um, excuse me, this is not what I ordered. And it's like, oh, it is. You know, um, I don't remember what it was even called, but on Cynthia and I's uh, honeymoon, uh, we uh, went to this restaurant. Uh, that evening after the wedding, and uh, and we ordered some shrimp thing or other. I I don't remember what it was called. Didn't know what it was. We thought, oh, that sounds good. I like shrimp. You know, and but of course they bring it to you ice cold, like served on ice with this nasty red stuff, and you know, and like lemon wedges. And I'm like, that's not what I thought it was. Well, that's what you ordered, though. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm not saying that you know God's capricious when He answers your prayers, but what I'm saying is that um, sometimes when you ask for something, you don't really get what you're asking. You don't understand what you're asking for. Be the right way to say that, and uh, or you don't understand what's going to come with it. Uh, I knew somebody that had this this dream. That, um, uh, they had been, you know, seeking God for the Holy Ghost, and they have this dream, and God gives them this contract. And, and in this contract is, one of the things that God is going to give them is, is the, the Holy Ghost. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's scribbled over. And it's, you couldn't possibly read it. And, um, and so in the dream, he signs at the bottom, he's like, alright, cool. And then, Everything in his life just fell apart for a while. And Rom's like, well, this would be that dream about the contract. So you wouldn't have signed it had you read all the stuff in the, uh, in uh, the, it's, it's not even fine print, it's redacted. You know, but it's there. And, um, so sometimes, um, you know, but God is so wise and he, he knows what we need. You know, and the thing about, the thing about the love of God, you know, it it always talks about the love of God with the word agape, and you know, and, and we you know we think, oh, you know, that's so wonderful. But you know, part of this thing about agape love is it's like parenting. You 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 have to give them what they need as opposed to what they want sometimes, and um, you know, uh, contrary to what my children might think, I don't like telling them no about stuff, but I do all the time. <laughs> Because I care about them, and and I and I I want to you know, uh, um, you know guide them in the right way and, and and protect them from stuff that they would uh, would not want to get into. And so God does that with us, but He answers our prayers sometimes, and and we think, man, this is not what I had in mind. It's like, yes, but you're going to love this, you know. And and don't you love how God is so cheery about stuff? It's like yes, you're going to love this. This is going to be great. I got this. Come on. You know, and I always wanted to be that guy, you know? Like I'm always like this is terrible. But, but you know, it's actually going through those difficult things like that is actually how you get to be the guy that's all cheery and like, "Come on, let's do this. This is going to be fine." But you know too we get we get all anxious and troubled with care about stuff and and God knows that he's got it all under control, and everything's gonna be fine, and you're gonna love this eventually and so so he he's not nearly so anxious about it as we are or at all for that matter um you know and and part of the reason I bring that up is I'm thinking about in my own life it's like i you know years ago when uh Around that weird, fuzzy time where where um, Kevin's business was kind of falling apart and we weren't sure what we were going to do, uh, I didn't want to paint anymore at all. I wanted to go do something else entirely. I wanted to be like somewhere where I got to wear nice clothes and like work at the same place every day. And I thought, well, I'm not educated enough to do anything like that, so that's a problem. But, um, uh. I specifically remember asking God, it's like, so can I just not do this anymore? And it's just, nope, just clear as day, nope, you need to stick with this. Okay. And I remember spending a lot of time at home, you know, and when you like, you know, when you make money painting stuff out when it's nice out and it's nice out and you're sitting in your living room doing nothing on like Tuesday morning, it's hard. And I would watch the guy that lived across the hall from us. Uh, he and his wife had matching SUVs, and he, like, worked at a bank, and he had, like, you know, his nice clothes, and he would come home for lunch, and he'd go back to the office. And I thought, God, that's what I want to do. And, uh, um, and it felt like I was like, no, no, you don't get to do that. You know, when, uh, uh, when Mike and Dennis were in uh, um, college, we would go places together. Like, go to the movies, you know. And when you're in, when you're in college, of course, they uh, uh, you get reduced prices for stuff because you're in college. You're broke. So, you know. Um,
1: <laughs> they don't
0: take into consideration that if you got married when you were a teenager, you might be broke, too. But <laughs> probably more so, in fact. But, um, you know, it was just it's funny. It's like they would, you know, get, get their, like, student discount or whatever. Show them their student ID. I <laughs> would always come up to the window and like belligerent it's like I'm a construction worker <laughs> I'd be like did you want to see the same movie they're going to see yeah, yeah I do okay here you go and then they would charge me full price So, but uh, you know fast forward uh, 11 years here I am like I work in an office I get to wear nice clothes and i more or less have a predictable schedule-ish. And it's a little more demanding, actually, than it was back then, which I didn't really think it would be. And, um, you know, but... Uh, so, so, like I say, you know, God, you know, he gives you the stuff that you want, you know, but, and sometimes it comes with things that you weren't expecting. You know, and that's just life. But, uh, but God is so wise because he knows how to use those things in your life to uh, you know, bring you up where where He wants you to be and to you know, really accomplish really honestly what you're wanting in your life is because what you want is to be like Him. And you want to be everything that He wants you to be. And um, unfortunately, getting there is probably not going to just be this super easy thing where you're going to love every moment of it. It's, if you've ever been to the gym, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I, I just... Nowadays, you know, I was all excited. You all heard me, you know, go on and on about how much I love working out. Now I go to the gym, like, oh god, here we go. So I just kind of figure, well, this too shall pass, you know. And someday I will be excited about it again. But uh, anyway, but he, so he says, be careful for nothing, but by, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So again that thanksgiving is is a really important thing uh, and uh, um, you know there's there's uh something precious about thanking him in advance you know and uh especially because uh on the whole, I don't know about you, but I think we um, we sometimes expend so much effort on asking God for the stuff that we want and praying for it and seeking him for it. That once we get it, we're like, oh okay, great and and you know it's like the it's like the lepers and Jesus was like weren't didn't they weren't there ten cleansed? were happened to the other nine? It's like just the one guy came back telling thanks, you know, and I think you know obviously, I think we should you know spend just as much uh enthusiasm and energy thanking him for the stuff that he does once once he does it for us because he doesn't have to, but he says in the peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Boy, and if you've ever had like a day where you didn't have peace, or uh, five minutes (laughs) where you didn't really have peace, uh, and I'm not talking about like just being anxious about something or just being irritated or unhappy about something or or whatever, but I mean like you have zero peace. Like you feel like you just want to Drive your car off of a bridge you if you have if you' have, if you've ever been there then then you you get why you wouldn't want to lose that piece of good and, and why nothing else could possibly be as valuable as that because if you don't have it and and you know he's got it you're, you're not going to give up until you find it. But uh, I like how he ties that together with this previous statement because he says, and. So he said, don't be anxious for nothing. Again, easier said than done, but, but we, we bring it to him. And he said that by everything, or in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Because you can go through difficult things and not, and things not be going all that hot not even really change, but if you have peace going through it, then it's not so bad. Um, so um, so I said I was going to give you a little insight into my grubby little soul earlier, so let's let's get into that. Uh, uh, <laughs> finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do it, and the peace of God shall be with you. So, i um, just got to tell you a little bit about a few of these words, too. Uh, this word honest, honest is a good word. Um, uh, the, uh, the margin... I can't believe I had never noticed this before. I looked it up and then it was like, "Hey, it's right there in the margin. It says in my Bible says venerable." Which to me makes a lot more sense than honest in this case, like thinking on things which are venerable, something that's honorable and um uh, uh, you know, cuz like when I think venerable, I think like an old man, you know, like a um, that's, you know, uh you know, super worthy of like respect and honor and that kind of thing. Um, whatsoever things are just, uh, of course, that that's the same word that it uses for righteousness. Uh, whatsoever things are pure, this word means clean. Whatsoever things are lovely. Uh, uh, it's funny because you know to Cynthia things are lovely, and and so we we've talked a little bit about it's like guys are not lovely. You know, guys are are handsome. Guys are are chiseled, are rugged, (laughs) you know, handsome and and chiseled and rugged, not lovely. Ladies are lovely, right? But, see, they even start with the same letter. But, um, uh, but this word means acceptable or pleasing. Um, So, um, so whatsoever things are acceptable and pleasing, whatsoever things are of a good report, so, that, that, you know, good report means something that's well spoken of or reputable. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, and those words mean just what, what they sound like. Think on these things. So, so that's quite the list of of uh, things to check your thought process by, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the book of Proverbs says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, uh, and Jesus said in, in Matthew, he said that, uh, um, that out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so it's um, the things that come out of your mouth are a really interesting um, gauge of how you're doing, of what is actually inside it's like and so it's like are the things that came coming out of me true and venerable and just and clean and praiseworthy and venerable and, and honorable and virtuous and great and awesome or not so much. And um so um you know this uh uh you know the last couple weekends ago, whenever that was, um You know, uh, know, Ron talked to Mike and I about not making this business coach the head of our business and getting out of his his one-on-one mentoring. And uh, I was really super excited about it, really happy, and like, oh, I'm not going to have this uh, guy breathing down my neck anymore. And I was like, oh, it's going to be great, you know. And then, like, the the first week after that was really difficult. I mean, I felt just so wonderful on Monday. It's like I went to work and I was like, ah felt like I had been a clenched fist for months and I could just relax. But then that week was really challenging. And I, I just got to talk to Ron in passing. I was like, you know, I kind of expected this week to be really wonderful and, you know, the bluebird on my shoulder and everything. And actually this week was pretty rough. But I guess I should have expected that. It's like, yes, you should have. <laughs> and uh, so, so then this week I kind of came to work, like, you know, with my with my, uh, my helmet on. My, my boot's all strapped up, and I'm like, all right, ready for this. The problem is, is it's like I came to work spoiling for a fight all week. And, um, um you know, the funny thing is, is my role puts me in this place where I have to deal with people all the time, people who, you know, might be they might not be pleasant. They might be reasonable. They might be unreasonable. Um, and then uh, – um, but the the thing is, is like sometimes you know we, we project our own thinking and our own amount of understanding on the subject onto other people. So it's like, oh, they're being so unreasonable. And it's like, well, they don't know anything about what I do. They don't know anything about how this works. And uh, I had a lady that uh, she called me on Monday. She wanted an estimate. And I said, okay, how about Thursday morning? She's like, I was hoping you'd have something sooner. You know, and the more I thought about that after I, like, you know, boiled over, like, oh, what's wrong with this lady? I got to thinking, you know, I wonder, she was so nice when I talked to her in person. I wonder if she was actually just being funny. Maybe she thought that maybe that was sooner than she was expecting. I don't know. But, you know, we, we just kind of make these assumptions. And, of course, you all know what happens when you do that. Makes an ass out of you and an umption. So, but, um, you, know, you know, so I, I was a little snarky with her on the phone. I was like, well, you know, if you go to Chick-fil-A, there's a reason that the cars are wrapped all the way around the building. So, you know, it's like, we're that good, lady. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I didn't say that, but, you know, I'm thinking, man, it's like, even if you order something on Amazon Prime, it's still going to be a couple days, you know? So, but my point is, is, I mean, you're all laughing at me because you know me, but the more I agitated that frustration that I felt about it, because I was immediately frustrated when she said that, that that's like, oh, I was hoping you'd have something sooner. And days went by. I mean, I showed up to her house like already having just completely dismissed this appointment. I'm like, "This is a waste of my time. This is stupid. I don't like this lady. I don't want to work with her." And um, and she was perfectly nice and reasonable when I talked to her. And you know, this little old widow lives out in the country, and she's got like a million things that she needs to do to her house. And uh, I was like, okay, but. You know, but that's just one incident. Like throughout the week, I just I have these things that happen. And my point is, is that things are just going to happen that upset you. That's life. Um, you know, and uh, but there's a couple different things you can do about it. You can be careful about them. You can be anxious and upset about them, or you can be you can get stirred up and upset about them. Um, but it doesn't. Fix it. You know, I, I, I had a lady that I was really frustrated with a while back. Um, and uh, um, I uh, emailed her what I thought was pretty, a pretty reasonable, polite explanation of, of why our costs were what they were and everything. And um, something in the way that I put it uh, did not set right with her. And so not, so she sent me an angry email back and gave us a one star Google review, which you cannot make go away. And I was like, great, awesome. You know, but I'm thinking about that this week. I'm like, okay, I have got to, like, get this under control. You know, but the thing is, is, you know, and, and so this is just, like I said, a, a view into my grubby little soul so that you can, you know, take a lesson from Uncle Greg here. The the more the more you agitate those those upsetnesses, whether it be something that makes you afraid, whether it be something that makes you uh angry, uh it doesn't matter. But the more you agitate it and the more that you um you think on it and go over it and over it and over. It, does that make you feel better or does it make you feel worse? Uh huh. Yeah. And so um you know I I came in here Friday night and I was just like... Oh. And I left feeling even more... Oh. And because, because I was not happy and I decided to just allow myself to be more unhappy and, and get frustrated and, and, uh, and stew about stuff that was you know, not worth stewing over. And so I literally spent all day yesterday... Just waiting before the Lord and nothing. I mean, it was like brass, you know. And and not only that, but I felt so bad. Like, not even just like, man, I don't feel good. I was like, like I, it's hard to explain. I mean, you know, you, like you talk about feeling peaceless and wanting to drive off a bridge. I'm like thinking, how on earth am I going to go in there and preach something tomorrow? And I don't even have anything. And I can't even... It's like Cynthia came in to talk to me. And she's like, yeah, hey, a penny for your thoughts. And I just shook my head. Like, nope. It's like I'm not even going to say anything. And um, so... Um, but this would have fixed it. This would have fixed it ahead of time. You know, um, uh, thinking on... Speaking about focusing on the things that that are true, and honest, and just, and pure, lovely, and good report, instead of um, my assumptions about what people are thinking or doing or the things that they do that are legitimately just stupid and jerky. But I, there's no reason to be upset about it. It's like they're just people. This is just today. This will go away, and I will never have to speak to them again, and you know, and you know, you move on from there, and all that. Um, but he says, so. So Paul says, those things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the peace of God should be with you. So he, so he tells him, I've, I've given you this example, and and of course. You know, Paul talks frequently throughout the New Testament of of having you know God putting an example in your life, somebody that Christ is in, that you know, someone with skin on that you can see Christ in, that you have this example to follow, and God of course has given us that. Um, but he said that, but he just he gives them this reminder: like all those things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, do it, because I know all this stuff, but I didn't practice it and so um instead of like you know "Ah, hot saturday i'm gonna enjoy my recliner i'm gonna read my book i'm like gnawing my guts all day alone in my office just sitting there and like trying to pray and it's just like uh it's dreadful you know but um uh and so right before i went to bed last night um I read over this passage because I was kind of grasping at straws for just about anything because I was like, okay, I got to go to bed I am so tired, but I've got to have something for tomorrow and I had listened to a sermon where this guy was ministering on this passage and he's talking about something entirely different but uh, I read over it and uh, I realized, wow God' is talking to me and so I thought ah oh, okay, well I could talk about that. And I went to bed, and I got up in the morning, and I could not remember it. I got up this like I woke up early this morning, and I got up. I'm getting my coffee, and I'm like, God, you know, I I I don't understand why you're not working with me here, because I I've got to have something, and I got nothing, and. Like I've already repented of all this stuff, and I know that you put it behind you. But I now I I'm you know, and I'm not just thinking I need to show up the church and have something to save face. Although there is that, I'll be honest. But I'm also thinking I've got to have something because they're all going to show up wanting something from God. I need to have it. And uh, and uh, and so I had been thinking about reading that thing out of Matthew. And I don't know if this ever happened to you, like where God talks to you about something and you read it and you're just ah. And then because uh, I had read that passage like mentioned earlier about uh in uh Matthew eleven and I went to read it again this morning and it was just like words on a page. And I was like, okay, so that's not what we're gonna talk about today. It's like what are we doing here, Lord? I don't get it. And then he was like, Well, remember the thing in Philippians? It's like, Oh So I went and read that this morning and uh and I was you know studying about some of these words and stuff and I was remembering, oh yeah, we talked about this before I went to bed last night. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. <sighs> yep. Yep. so, 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 if, so, if you thought I had all my duckies in a row, now you don't. You know better. But, um, but no, seriously, um, it was a really interesting lesson because it's like you're going to experience. Uh, fear and aggravation and, and all kinds of upsetness, that things will just happen to you, but you can you can put them at Jesus's feet and you can focus on the good things um, and focus on the things that, that He would have you focus on or and, and the peace of God which passes understanding will keep your hearts and minds, or you can agitate and and get all upset. That's what you do when you try to sell things to people. You point out their problem, and then you agitate it, and then you offer them a solution. You know, and so uh, now, now that I've got you really good and worked up, here's your answer. You know, but um, but you know you can agitate your upsetnesses and dwell on them, and they grow, and and then you're like I said, you're back to being careful for nothing, but by every prayer and supplication with griping, complaining, and whining, letting your request be made known to God. And we all know how unproductive that is. But, but prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, that's a whole different matter. And, and focusing on those good things and thanking Him for those things uh, is, a, is a far, far better use of your time, a far, far better use of your energy. And take it from Uncle Greg, you will be much, much happier and much more peaceful that way. So, God, we just thank you. For your goodness to us, God, your great faithfulness and how you always come through for us God and, and how you you teach us and you lead us, God, and how you you really do live inside of us and deal with our issues God God when you, God, it's not the same in the old covenant with you on the outside and, and dealing it with us with with the law, God, but to come inside of us and to, to change our thinking and to, to really change us from the inside out. God is a really precious thing, God, and, and I just—I'm I, not ashamed to tell you in front of all these people that I appreciate you bringing me back through this this subject again, Lord God. It's not the first time I've been through this it's subject of 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 what are, what's coming out of your mouth, what's coming out of your heart, and and what is it doing to you, God? And I just appreciate you reminding me god and whoever else would need this reminder god i appreciate you bringing it forth i appreciate being able to be uh, a part of it god and so this morning what i pray is that you would just touch these people god in this place god every heart every need god you know and god what i pray is that you would do exceeding abundantly more than we could ask or think. God, in in every heart in this place, God, we're looking to You as that author and finisher of our faith. Now, God, I just pray that every need would be met in this place, God, and that that every heart would be raised in, in worship and adoration to You this morning. God, we just pray it and ask it in Your righteous name. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen.